This is episode 339 of the Beyond the Food Show. And today I want to offer you a new way to think about resolution. And I'm going to invite you to think and take action towards your resolution or really any goal in a completely different new way. I'm going to revolutionize resolution. You ready? Stay tuned. Welcome to the Going to Beyond the Food Show, the only podcast that teaches you how to reshape your mind, not your body, to make your life better, bigger, and bolder, your undieted life. I'm your host, Stephanie Dodier, reformed dieter, nutritionist, and coach. You ready? Let's do this. Hello, my sisters, and welcome back to the podcast. And really, I'm welcoming myself back to the podcast. I've been away for a few weeks because I have been teaching the Undiet Your Life process to some of my colleagues and other health professional and coaches. And generally, you heard me on the last podcast episode sharing about a event, a training that I was holding, which was about how to become an undiet coach, where really, I was teaching other people how to apply intersectional coaching to intuitive eating, body image and health, but also how to build a business that is fun, and pleasurable to work in. And The way my philosophy around business is about alignment so that we align our professional value with our personal value. So it's pleasurable to pursue our goal. And we also have been onboarding new students for the non-diet mentorship program. So I've been busy and that took me away from creating some new episodes from the podcast, but I am back. And it was an urgent need for me to be back on the podcast today. I'm actually recording this podcast on December the 13th, two days only before it's being broadcast to you, because I wanted to get it out there. I want us to have a conversation about resolution. And I want to offer you a different way to think about resolution. And I'm going to do that through sharing the way that I engage with resolution and goals after 20 plus years of being immersed in diet culture. And I want to show you the process I engage myself in to unlearn how diet culture and also also culture had taught me to think and feel and act towards my goal. Because I know many of you are already started to think about resolution and reflecting about your year, your 2022 year, and also how you want to approach resolution or goals for 2023. And again, I want to offer you a choice. I want you to be in front of a choice about how you can think about resolution. Not thinking the only way to think about resolution is the one presented to you by diet culture, by hustle culture, by all the system, the weight loss industry, healthism, all the things out there. I want to offer you a choice. 
and I want you to decide. And that's the baseline of the way that I approach helping other people and teaching other professional about coaching, which is consent. And the ground element of consent is having a choice and you making the choice, not thinking you only have one choice and you have to do this. I want to take you away from, I have to. So I want you to think about this for just a second. How many times when you think about your resolution or setting goals in general, you think about your goal from, I have to do this. I have to set this goal. I have to go about it this way. I must, I have, I don't have a choice. And I want us collectively to get away from that. And in order for me to help you understand why we think of resolution from a I have to, I have no choice, I must standpoint, I'm going to take a sideline track here for the next few minutes. I'm going to talk about briefly the history of resolution. I did this, I prepared this workshop for our student inside of Undiet Your Life about how to think about the new year. And I did some research on resolution. And I want to share that with you because I think it's fascinating. It's fascinating to think about how we think about resolution today is the exact same way from thousands of years ago. So very briefly, we can trace back or historians can trace back resolution as far long as 46 before Christ, where the Roman introduced a calendar and January 1st was the first day of the new year. And back in these in the day in the culture of the Roman, they would offer sacrifice to their God and make promises of good behavior for the God to look up on them and help them. And that continue with medieval time where the knights were renewing their hopes on January 1st and their commitment and the early Christian, which instead of recommitting to their God, they were recommitting to proper behavior towards their God, Jesus or Christ in this case, um, asking for apology for their behavior, not being in alignment with the doctrine, and then promising good behavior in alignment to the doctrine going forward. So, when we look at the history of resolution, it was about it was all about recommitting to some kind of a god, asking for apology for behavior that weren't in alignment to the doctrine of that god, and then recommitting to be in alignment with that god. And today we do the exact same thing. But the god for many of us is not necessarily a God figure for many of us is diet culture. It's hustle culture. It's the thin ideal. It's the belief that in order to be deemed valuable or worthy, we must do more. That in fact, what we're doing, what we did throughout 2022 wasn't enough. 
that we need to achieve more, to get more, to have more. Because the way we behave, the way we acted, the number of action we took, the kind of action we took in the last year wasn't good enough. And that we're recommitting to being better, to being good enough in 2023. So here's my offer to you, my invitation to you. What if there was nothing to improve? What if instead of stating out loud, I wasn't good enough in 2022 and I'm gonna be better in 2023, you claimed how amazing you were in 2022? What if you spent the year creating who you want to become instead of trying to repair who you were not? What if you spent the year of 2023 learning to have your own back and believing in your possibility instead of your limitation? I want to offer you an analogy to people who are creating art. It would be nearly impossible for an artist to make a masterpiece if they were constantly starting over. What if we didn't start over in 2023? What if we didn't use the concept of goal to apologize, to do better, but instead we use the concept of goal and resolution to create who you want to be, to expand instead of retract. How different would we engage? How different our experience of setting a resolution, making a resolution and keeping our resolution, setting a goal and working towards our goal be if it was from the starting point that we were enough, and it's not about fixing ourselves, but instead creating a version of ourselves. So here's what I want you to think. The resolution, the goal, is not the problem. In some way, I want you to think about it as me proposing to you to make and keep your resolution not being the problem. Like, don't shoot the messenger. The goal and the resolution are not the problem. It's how we think about goals and resolution. How we engage with them because of the way we think. How we feel about our goal and our resolution. Because how we do one thing is how we do everything. If we engage with our resolution and our goal unconsciously, without reflecting, without looking up into our thoughts, we will just keep repeating pattern. I have an episode on that on the feed, episode 324, how we do one thing is how we do everything. If you haven't listened, I highly recommend you do. And that will help you solidify the reason why you perhaps set resolution, make them, and don't keep them. Or why you believe that you don't want to set goal because every time you set goals, you feel yucky, you feel terrible about yourself, and you have to grind your way. 
perhaps have the goal, right? The whole process of goal setting and resolution setting feels terrible. I know for me, when I went through the process of leaving diet culture behind, I was about two years where I didn't set goals for myself because I was rebelling against the concept of goals or the concept of resolution altogether. I thought the problem was the concept of goal and resolution because I'd yet encounter how I created my feelings, how I created my action. I hadn't yet encountered that my thought created my feeling, my feeling created my action. So I didn't realize that the goal was a neutral circumstance. The problem was how I was thinking about it because of how I was socialized and how I was indoctrinated to believe something was fundamentally wrong with me and a goal was a container to finally fix myself and be worthy. And that's, for many of us on this podcast here, all of my people that I work with that are paying me to work with them, this is, for 99% of them, the problem it's not the goal of the resolution, is how they think and feel and believe about goal because they're coming from a place of not being enough in every part of their life. They're wrong, they have to be shame. So they use resolution and goal as a way of relieving themselves, relieving from the pain of being who they are. And they're seeing goals and resolution as a gateway to fix themselves into being better and hopefully them being better would hit the relief from being who they are in a way that's wishful thinking. And I wanna add another concept that some of you probably are aware of and probably 50% of you are not aware of. So we all here on this podcast understand and are very familiar with diet culture, right? The system of belief that assign thinness as being the code of honor in the place where you're good enough and better than most people. But I wanna introduce you to hustle culture because for my listener women that I work with, with our high achiever, people who get results in, their life, what also has affected them is the culture of hustling, the system of belief that places value on being busy, being productive. And being busy is the status by which in the work world, in the business world, you claim your respectability, right? It's like a badge of honor that you wear because you're busy, right? Does that sound familiar to you? And the being busy, that badge of honor that you're wearing or you should be wearing in hustle culture is the parallel to the thin ideal, right? In, in the same way we've come to believe that thinness would deliver happiness and the life and health and all the things we wanted, in hustle culture, we've come to believe that being more productive would deliver us happiness in the context of our work or our career. 
So I know from the type of client that I work with, hustle culture is something that is present in most of you's contextual life with work and earning money. And you think it's normal, just like before somebody introduced you to diet culture, you thought that wanting to be thin and needing to be thin was normal. But hustle culture tells you the same thing. Wanting and needing to be more productive, to work harder is the norm. And I'm here to tell you, what if it's not? What if hustle culture is as toxic as diet culture? Personally, in my own journey, and I've talked about this in a number of episodes recently, that's the work that I'm doing with my coach. I've done the diet culture work. I'm a professional in this. I've got methodologies and theories, and that's what I'm teaching inside of Undiet Your Life. That's what I'm teaching to other professionals. The work that I'm doing currently, personally, in my personal life, is moving myself out of hustle culture and how I build my business. So I can see myself in a few years from now having an approach and methodology to that and teaching that to other people, but know that that's my personal work. But I want to invite you to at least consider that's present in your life. So as I'm doing the work of liberating myself from hustle culture, which is, by the way, almost the same work as liberating myself from diet culture. That's why, for me, it's going so fast right now in my personal growth in an anti-usle business-building venture because I'm applying all the principle I know from anti-diet culture work, and I'm taking my methodology over to this anti-hustle culture, and it's working wonderfully. So stay tuned to that. But I've changed the way that I engage with gold dramatically over the last two years. And I want to share with you what resolution and goals means to me and how I engage with them. Because I think that can be really inspirational for some of you who don't have another way to think about goals and resolution. For me, if I was to sum up how I engage with goals these days is it's a container, It's a playground for me to become another version of myself. It's a container for me to increase my belief in myself. It's a container for me to believe in my capacity to create anything that I want in the world. It's a container for me to learn to think thoughts about myself that are productive It's about me embodying feeling of trust and safety towards myself. It's a container for me to heal my nervous system, to learn to process all the things that have happened to me in the past and create safety and regulate my nervous system in order for me to create other things in my life and not repeat the pattern in the cycle from before. The way that I engage with goals these days is not about making large plans and complicated action plan, what I call like big grandiose plan, that is behind me. 
the way that I'm approaching building new habits is not from I have to, but from I choose. Every step of the way I'm choosing to take some action to create some habits in my life because it's safe for me to do that. And that's the outcome of working on regulating my nervous system and creating safety in my life is that creating new habits is not forceful. It's natural and it's innate. It's pleasurable. I call that the liberated goal method. That's what I teach the people that I work with. That's what I teach the professional. And there's three easy steps. So you may want to write this down for those who don't work with me. There's three steps to liberating yourself from that old way of thinking about resolution and goal. Number one is constraints around your goal, right? Setting your goal from only thinking of yourself as being enough and the goal being a plus in your life, not a requirement in order for you to be happy in your life. Really constraining yourself to select and pick a goal from that intention and that perspective. Step two is to clean up your goal, right? Detoxing your goal from all the hustle culture, false belief that you had in the past, really looking at your goal from okay, we don't want to do it. We don't want to achieve my goal this way anymore, but I'm going to go about it this way. So really cleaning up the goal. That's what I call cleaning up the goals, which is step two. And then step three is something I recently came up with is courting your goal. You know, courting like dating, getting safe, creating a relationship of safety, of trust with your goal which is really fundamentally the intersectional and trauma approach to goal setting. But the goal is not to have the goal. The goal is being safe, being the version of yourself who has the goal. So how do we, who do we need to be? What do we need to think? What do we need to feel in order for us to feel safe, in order for us to sustainably create the new habits for the rest of our life? to become the version of yourself who do these habits, not because they have to, but because they choose to, because it's pleasurable, because they want to, right? So when you think about like, I'm gonna go into the three bucket that many of you may be thinking about creating resolution and goal. If you think about exercise, how do you need to think about exercise to enjoy exercise instead of, forcing ourselves, which has proven to never work. When you think about food, how do you need to feel about eating in order for you to eat in a way that will feel satisfying and create comfort in your body? Let's talk about body image, right? How do we need to act? How do you need to act towards your body in order to be confident in your body image? Here's a great tip. Picking clothes that fit your body, right? We discard that as being too simple. But the way you're going to create your goal in this liberated goal method is about simplicity, 
the complexity, the hustle, the heaviness, it what creates you to keep starting over again all the time. I'm inviting you to revolutionize your resolution, which really is the way you engage with gold globally in your life. I'm inviting you to learn how to make and keep resolution in a brand new way. And I'm inviting you, if that can serve you, to do this work with me and other women. We are opening up the door today to the Resolution Reset Masterclass, which is this complete process that I just talked to you about, which will start on December the 20th, where I'm going to send you three guided audio file with a workbook to help you reflect and offer you new thoughts and new ways of thinking about your resolution while society blasts you with the traditional diet culture and hustle culture ways of thinking about resolution. I want you to fill your brain with this new way of thinking and reflect with questions and workbook exercise I'm going to send you. All you have to do is to listen and then reflect on the question I'm going to send you so you can have another way of thinking about setting your resolution for 2023. And then on January 8th, Sunday the 8th, we meet live. You come into a Zoom room with me. We're going to set the resolution of the goal and we're going to put in writing what we need to think, feel in order to create this goal in 2023. I'm going to coach you and I'm going to help you make sure that you are thinking about this in this new way. And it's really important to acknowledge for yourself that when you're learning something new, you need that support, you need that coaching, you need to be in that kind of container. All of this, this Resolution Reset Masterclass is $400. You get the audio, you get the workbook, and you get the live event. And we're offering to you two other ways to join to work with me and my team in 2023, which is also to get the masterclass and join us inside of Undiet Your Life, to get a one full year of support. And also for the first time, we're gonna offer a one-to-one -one private coaching option with Undiet Your Life. You can find all the details to that on the event page where you can register www.stephaniedoze.com forward slash resolution reset, or you can go into the show note to find the link. I'm thrilled and so excited to be able to offer you this container, very unique container for like-minded people, you, me, and all the other women to protect us from the toxicity of diet culture and hustle culture around this time of the year, but most important, to guide you into achieving your goals in a way that will create self-trust, in a way that will create confidence and ease for the rest of your life, a completely new way of thinking about goals. I can't wait to see you on the other side, and I'll be back next week with a new episode, and until then, I love you. If you are loving what you're learning on the podcast, you have to come and check out Undiet Your Life. 
This is where we get to hang out together, where you get the individual help applying the concept thought on the podcast while learning new coaching tool that will make your life even more amazing. It's also where you get to apply the learning to think better, eat better, and feel better and create your undieted life, your better, bigger, and bolder life. Go to stephaniedoze.com forward slash join. I'd love to have you join us inside of Undiet Your Life, and I'll see you on the other side.